0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox.
1: Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. I was actually recently listening back to some shows to do some... I don't know what I was doing. I was listening to shows for Billy, our editor. I was getting some information from him. Not our editor, our producer. Producer. And... All of our intros are pretty similar. I say, "Welcome," when you you copy "Welcome, welcome." And it's like, our intros annoy me. But you did something different today. You said, say what?" So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of variety. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Paradox.
2: It's a joy, everybody, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today, but next week, we interview. The doctor that Will Smith played in the movie Concussion.
1: But they're not going to hear that for some
2: time. For some time. But we're going to actually talk to him next week. I'm just a little excited about it.
1: Bennett Amalu.
2: Yes. And you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slap him.
1: <laughs> Why is that?
2: Over oh, Because he said that allowing your child to play football is child abuse.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Well, I was going to use you as an example, but that's probably not a good... Because of the brain damage <laughs> that was done.
1: That's not funny.
2: It's going to be very, very interesting, actually, But talking with him. Are
1: you going to contradict oh, I'm him? I'm going to crawl up in his, in his grill. No, you're not. He oh, actually I has research. I have I, You have, I have thoughts research. as a Texan.
2: I read Twitter every day about the Longhorns and the Crowboys. And the Crowboys. And the Crowboys. Uh, I don't know what other research I need to do.
1: We need to move on.
2: So today we are talking. Well, here's the thing. I, I had a couple come in not long ago. Well, actually, just the just the husband came in.
1: Hold on, I'm checking Twitter.
2: He was going, yeah, my 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 wife wasn't able to come in, and he said, "Can I ask you a question?" Wait a
1: second. Someone liked my Instagram.
2: Really? Because I was just, yeah, I've got uh, 14 swipe rights on Tinder.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
2: So you're on Tinder. You're a married man. it's social media, right? <laughs> it's what you do you you mediate your social media. yeah So here was this couple and the woman said the guy said, you know can I just ask you a question because I don't know if this is normal or not but he says, my wife, they have three small children, they have three children, three and under and he says, but my wife is on her Facebook all day. And he says, you know, I was I was ill recently, and so I was kind of at the house all day. And he said she literally was on her phone all day She while she's walking back and forth. Now she's, she's of course, feeding the kids, and she's pulling out toys for them with one hand while she's checking Pinterest in the other. And your point? He said, how normal? Is that normal? Is that normal for someone to be on the phone for that long? He says, I'm telling you, she was looking at her phone eight to ten hours that day, and it got me thinking. You and I talk a lot about teenagers and the use of social media, sure. our kids and social media. How when, How what age they should have a sure. smart phone? Smartphone, but we have not really talked much about parents and social media use.
1: Yeah, the inter- I saw a meme one few years back that it was on. A, it was either an airplane or a bus or something, and there's you know twenty, twenty five people sitting there, and they're all just sucking on their phones, just kind of. They're swiping, right? Mm-hmm. And it was right next to a picture of a, a train in, like, the 50s. And everybody was on their news—you know, they were looking at newspapers. yeah. So the interesting thing about this is, you know, we—for 50, 75 years now, right, we, we all—there's always something with each generation. But I do think the cell phone is different, and specifically social media is different. There wasn't this— I guess there could have been, but there wasn't this high that's associated Correct. with reading the newspaper. Or watching the prices right. Yes, but instant access to people and instant access to people liking us. Like that's a that's a huge difference. Yeah. And and I think that it's creating maybe even if we don't see it yet right now, it's creating a lot of issues. The deal is in and, and, and one way to look
2: at this, let's say that you hired someone to come babysit your children. And because you don't trust people as far as you can throw them, you have nanny cams throughout your house. And you go back and you look at your nanny cams, and every time you see your babysitter, she's on her phone. Now, she's got the bottle stuck in the kid's mouth, but she's on her phone. And she's putting them down, but as she's putting them down and patting them, she's on her phone. If you saw that your babysitter was on the phone for eight hours every day, you would fire that babysitter. And by the way, this is like absolute validation of the addictive nature exactly. of, of social media. Because here you have a mom who loves her kids.
1: Like, she chose to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, her mm-hmm. kids are, like, supreme important. important. Yes, absolutely. And so it absolutely highlights the addictive nature. That yeah. this is drawing that you she's away. she's
2: choosing that over her kids. We know this because there's been so many different studies that have been done now they know that, and why Texas now has a law, and many other states have a law that texting and driving is illegal now.
1: And whoa, whoa, don't don't attack that texting and driving. It's a little too close to home.
2: Well, it shouldn't be, <laughs> or you'll be going home.
1: I, it's it's serious, and I know I know it's bad, but I almost feel the judgment through the airwaves right now. And I, when I'm talking with somebody in the car, I feel obviously the judgment. It's almost like people prefer you to be an axe murderer than text and drive
2: and that is correct Like and people <laughs> really what i judge would do that. And, and what i would suggest and this is and I, this is for everybody listening there's a there's a much preferable alternative to texting and driving and i would i would i prefer Johnny walker blue mm, and mm. just keep that there with you in the car and just knock back you know say um, a a fourth of the bottle <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because many studies have shown that texting and driving is more distracting than being intoxicated, sure, while you're driving. So, imagine if your if your babysitter was drunk all day. Or to this husband, that your wife was drunk all day in being with the kids, she would be more focused than she is now being on her social media.
1: And while that's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison— But it, it is kumquats-to-kumquats. The, kumquats. <laughs> the principle is still the same. It is. It makes for a very distracted parent. It does.
2: Thank you for clarifying that I am not actually suggesting people get drunk. Exactly.
1: Thank you. Here's what we—most
2: people do remember Dobson. You know, when he was real famous for, you know, we need to seize the teachable moments with our children. Well, if we have our face stuck in Facebook, and we have you know some recipe that, and, and we're dying to see how many people like it, those teachable moments are flying by us yeah. like comets past Jupiter, and we're missing them all. We're missing an an opportunity to engage with our children. To attach with our children. And when we
1: talk about the idea of attachment, so your child's trying to answer two foundational questions. Am I lovable? And can I trust my parent to give me that love? And when your nose is in a screen, and let me back up, when my nose is in a screen all day, and that's all the kid really sees, how do you think they're... I mean, really ask yourself, how are they answering those two questions? Absolutely. And so absolutely, we are missing out on not only engagement, but also that... Hugely important attachment.
2: But, you know, here they are with a little wooden puzzle, and they take the little apple, and they fit it in the little apple-sized hole, and they look up in anticipation that, hey, mommy, did you notice? Hey, daddy, did you notice I did this? And you're staring at your screen.
1: And, again, you're physically present. Correct. Which is why people are going to blow us off. Correct. But that's not enough. You know, research tells us that after 15 seconds of eye contact, oxytocin is released, the bonding chemical. The same with physical touch, but that's a whole different story. And talk about the eye contact that you're missing out Mm -hmm. with your kids. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's
2: been said that in the workplace, how social media is deteriorating work performance and relationships and networking. That, you know, okay, we've all got to go to be in a meeting at nine o'clock and in in, in the boss's office. And so we all show up at five till nine and we're all waiting outside to go in. And everybody that's waiting to go into the meeting is staring down at their phones, returning emails, sending texts. And he's saying we're losing the ability to say, hey, didn't your wife have surgery last week? And, you know, that thing, you're that proposal you were working on, I've still got that report if you need it. All of those conversations are no longer happening. All those things that make us human, that make us interact, and as parents, those things that make us, I don't know what's the word, parents, are now lacking because our attention is someplace else. And if we have a child that's saying, am I worth it? Am I lovable? How about you're not worth me looking up from my freaking phone? Yeah. And I said freaking phone. There you go. I said it right out there.
1: On the airwaves, except we're not on the airwaves. But I said it anyway. And one last point to the problem. I find myself when I'm on my phone, my little two-year-old boy JJ will sweet JJ toddle over sweet right boy or run over at this point, and he's like phone, phone, I want it is what he's saying. It heightens their intrigue regarding that device, and and we have. <laughs> We've talked yes. about all the dangers for our kids. What's that little box? It must yeah, be great. The more, because my parents are always sucking yep. on it. The more we're <laughs> on it, it heightens their intrigue um, and gets them hooked at an earlier age. Okay, so what do we do? The solution. Three things that I, I, I think work
2: well and what I recommend to, to couples all the time here in the office. The first one is, as a couple, you set boundaries. So most everybody, whatever carrier you have, now has parental controls on them. And you can regulate when you can access the Internet. You can shut off Internet access on a phone. You can say, okay, if you're a stay-at-home mom, I'm going to be able to look at stuff and kind of get stuff and see what recipes and check Pinterest uh, up until about 830. And then I don't have access to the Internet on my phone, and I can still go to the desktop if i want to but i don't have that on my phone anymore until six o'clock tonight and it'll be back on and then it goes off at 8 30
1: you obviously don't have small kids no, you're doing no. bath times at yeah, six whatever
2: and then the same with the guy we can choose when we're in family time when we're all in here together if we can't stop it then you just Stop it at the root. You can't access your phone during certain times of the day. The second would be just this general rule. Anytime, anywhere, when I am in the presence of my child, the phone does not exist on this planet. I don't care who's texting me, who's calling me. You know, guys, we can, we've existed a long time without being reachable 24-7. Instantaneously, sure. And so it just doesn't, you just don't do it. And so when I'm with my kids, my phone doesn't come out. It doesn't matter. Now, if we're waiting to see whether Grandpa croaked in the hospital, okay. You know, maybe we'll check for texts or whatever. But unless there's just some pending emergency, we simply, while the kids are in the room, while this is our time with the kids, be it in the morning, then after school, or with early evening, we simply do not have the phone available.
1: Is it sad that I find myself, because I... Attempt. I'm not perfect, but attempt to practice that. um, I go to the other room. (laughs) (laughs) I find myself upstairs. That is so sad. (laughs) My thing isn't necessarily social media. It's email. I love it.
2: The last thing, and this is for guys. Guys, if you feel as though you're in a job that demands that you return emails and return texts and answer questions... Twenty four seven. If you feel that's the case, and by the way, let me tell you, and this is just tends to be pretty true. Very few jobs demand that people be accessible twenty four seven. Actually, actually, very few demand it. Now we've gotten used to the the uh, that I have the opportunity to be available. I can be available. I'm interested in what I'm doing, therefore I make myself available, but it's not demanded of us. But let's say you feel as though you're in a job that demands that you focus on your job at 1130 at night and 6 a.m. in the morning and every time in between, get another job. If your job is requiring you to stay focused on your job instead of your family 24-7, get another job, because I don't care what your job is. Unless you're, okay, if you're a surgeon. Okay, let's say you're the only surgeon on the planet, fine, that can fix a certain part of the brain, good, okay, you can keep that job. But for most of us, get another job, because I don't care what you, I know you're trying to earn money for your family, but what family are you going to end up earning money for? If you're never around to actually parent.
1: Yeah, it's about being, and this is girl or guy. And by the way, the examples we used early were about girls, but obviously this applies to males. No, it doesn't. Um, It's
2: all the girls.
1: But it's it's, it's about being present. It's amazing. I've had couples in here with the wives complaining about how the dad is absent. He might be physically present, but emotionally absent. And he only really has a part-time job working 20 hours a week. But I've also had couples where the husband for a season has to work 50, 60, 70 hours, and yet the wife is satisfied because when he's home, he's home. Yep. So whether it is the emails or the amount of time that you have to maybe a little bit extra spend at the office to to finish up, if you're home and if you're present while you're home, there will be, there's more grace when it comes to having to maybe work a little bit of overtime.
2: And I think I've used this example before, but I remember this guy from several years ago. He said, you know, I'm not one of these guys that goes out for drinks at the end of the day. I'm not a guy who just goes and plays golf every Saturday. I am with my I get home and I stay home every evening. And then when you talk to the wife and the kids, it was when he gets home, he's straight to his office to work in his office. Uh, the wife says, I take him, his dinner, in his office. The kids get home. They go immediately to their room and get online or do homework or whatever. They come out, get plates, take them back to their rooms. She cleans up and watches The Bachelorette by herself. And this guy is very pleased that he's a he's the kind of dad that
1: stays Correct. home every night. <laughs> but far and, from present.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, not present at all. Yep. And we wonder why we don't have good relationships with our children. It's because we don't have any relationships with our children. Now, granted, if things aren't going well at home and you're successful in your job, you're just like a kid who, who is not good socially, but he loves playing World of Warcraft. Of course he wants to be online playing Call of Duty all day because he's really good in that environment. And he's not good socially. Same with these dads. I want to be involved at work all the time because there people praise I'm me. Good. Yep, I'm good. I'm competent. I don't do this relationship thing, nurturing thing very well. So of course they want to. However, it's to the detriment of our families. Yeah, and that's all I got to say about that.
1: Um, I mean, I could say more, but I'm not going to say anything. So about death that. to social media. But if you want to follow us on social media. Not during certain times of the day. (laughs) Go to paradoxpodcast.com. You can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on just your allotted time. Mm -hmm. uh, Or us individually there at Paradox Podcast. We also have, if this strikes a chord with you and you want three or four more steps to be able to enact within your family, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Go to the episode tab and uh, find this episode. And...
2: What is a lot of this topic is discussed in what is recognized as the greatest book ever written for teenagers, fearless parenting. Um, And so actually this topic is not really talked about at all. I just really needed to mention the book. So
1: guys, have a good day. See ya.
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielielescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. Well, I I would have told you, Jimmy, that I was really normal, but when you're a newlywed and you're married and you're having your husband check under the bed and triple check the door to make sure it's locked, you know, there's some serious problems going on.